It's the last stand. And here is your host, Brian Custer. That's right. It is the last stand. We bring you the biggest names in the sport. I'm Brian Custer. And joining us today is a young man who was the 2020 silver medalist at the Olympics. He's the 2022 boxing prospect of the year. He's now unbeaten in that lightweight division. He's known as the businessman, Keyshawn Davis. Keyshawn, welcome to The Last Stand. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's good to have you, my friend. Listen, we saw you uh, in early April. Another stoppage victory. Impressive. Uh, taking out Anthony Yigit. Uh, after that fight, man, I thought it was uh, interesting that you called out the ghost, Frank Martin, and said, look, it's time to get this fight on. I know you guys have had some back and forth on social media. Uh, do you believe you two will fight this year? I believe it can happen if both fighters will. If both fighters willing to make it happen, me of course, um, I'm willing to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely willing to make it happen. So um, I feel like on his end, him and Earl or whoever else he worked with. If they really want to fight, then we can fight this year. What did you think when, uh, you know, your trainer, kind of like one of your advisors, Bomac, came out and told the boxing scene this, quote, I think it'll take a little longer than a year or two. Both of these guys are young. They're trying to establish themselves in the division, trying to establish themselves in the into the sport itself. If they continue to work and continue to do what they're doing, there should be no problem making the fight, end quote. Right. Um, Bomac is just being realistic, honestly. He's being realistic, saying, uh, these guys are still developing, really. They're great fighters now, but they're still developing in and out the ring. The fight probably will happen in a year when we both probably at our prime stages. But for me right now, we're both young. We're both going 100 miles per hour in that ring. The fans want it. Why can't we fight now and rematch it later? I like, that's like, I just want to fight, put on great fights. Every time I fight, I just want it to be like an interesting intriguing something I, I i go to sleep thinking about like so i can wake up and train hard for you know what i'm saying like i don't want to just keep i don't want no more development fights every single fight now i want something that's going to keep me interested you know I, I think that's great because one of the things i think when you see tank and ryan get it on it's like that's what boxing fans want guys in their prime young and and look it was a great fight great atmosphere and i think that's what boxing fans uh, are looking for Listen, you are rated already right now in the top 15 in one of the sanctioning bodies. You talked about development. Where do you believe Keyshawn Davis is right now in his development? Mm, um, I'm right now, I just stepped in the contender status. Like, Burgos was like, I would say, my first real contender. And people was like, okay, he only fought one of them. So now that I beat the hell out of Anthony Yigit, it's like, oh, yeah, this guy is a real contender. He can fight. He can take on these other fighters. Put them in there with the guys we all want to see. I, I love it that you, you are so confident, so talented. But, man, you're in a great division. When you talk about uh, the lightweight division at 135, I mean, you got Shakur, you, you know, your homie. You got Gervonta. You got Isak Cruz, Devin Haney, um, Cambosis. And I, I read where you said, I'm ready for a world title shot now. Do you believe that, though, that Keyshawn Davis is ready to step into the ring with one of those guys and fight for a world title? Um, truth be told, Brian, I literally just got off the phone. I just hung up the phone with Shakur saying I got to do an interview with you. And I'm like, cool, what you think? Because like, I'm a person that really believes in myself, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I want to get other people's opinions, too. Like, am I tripping or 
do what I really believe is that true is other people believe that in them too and he like bro what you believe in keep believing in that because I believe in it too you I feel like you're ready for them top I said cool are you think I'm ready for them top guys like those real top guys because I feel like I am he said bro I feel like you can fight anybody you want to fight and he said anybody so I'm like damn okay so I do my, my my belief is it is real I can't fight these guys let me ask you this then Keyshawn, and, and and maybe it, it it's it's more on your promoter and top. How do you balance when you have an uber talented kid like yourself who's so talented, and yet you want to bring him along patiently, have those good kind of matchups, and, and so he can develop, it, it, but yet give him what he wants. You know what I mean? How do you balance yeah. that? It's almost like for me. Every time I fight, I okay promotionally, right? Every time I fight, I get more popular. Every time I fight, I get my name get more broader. So for me right now, it's all about promotion. It's not about me developing in the ring. It's about me developing outside that ring. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay, so someone even asked me this, and I think I'll ask you: Are you at one thirty-five? Is your would your body allow you to go down to one thirty? Me and my coaches was we was we talking about that, so I think I can, honestly. And it's not no secret or nothing like that. Like I really think I can, but it's almost like do I want to take that risk per se? Because I was gonna just say, considering, you know, you've got an undisputed champ already at one thirty five, there there would be be an opportunity to maybe grab a belt or so down at one thirty. So I was curious, could you see yourself yeah. ever dropping down real quick and Maybe getting a belt yeah, and, for and sure. then coming like, back up. Like, for sure. Like, I'm in the UFC facility right now. Like, it's a high-class facility. And they got stuff where they can scan my body to see if I can actually, if it's healthy for me to do so. So, I'm out here now, and we just going to see what we can do. You know what I'm saying? I'm young. If I can do anything in this sport, I don't want to leave the sport saying I wish I would have done that. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what I can do. You know what I'm saying? If I can go to 130, then you can see me at 130. If I can't, I'm going to just stick to what I've been doing. Uh, realistically, then, who's next for Keyshawn Davis in the ring? Right now, we're looking at um, somebody like in the top five. I don't want to throw a name out there yet because this person didn't um, accept an offer, and I didn't hear nothing back yet. It was just we're looking into this person. But the only hint I would throw out there is he's in the top five. Wow, at 135, huh? In the in in WBO, yes. Wow, love it, love it, love it. Listen, um, you, you talked about Shakur. I know you guys are tight. Um, and you even said it. Uh, Shakur says, if you believe it, then you, you should go ahead and profess it and say it. But he, I read he where he said, Keyshawn Davis is ready for the top guys at 135 right now. And I, I was blown away when I read that. I was like, whoa, that's high praise. Yeah, I mean, Shakur is just a person. He's been around me all my life in boxing career. And I, 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 feel, I know, like, as far as the crowd view him, I don't think they view him as, like, a person that should be talking out the side of his neck. You know what I'm saying? So, like, a person like you, you took that in, like, damn, this kid is that good because it's coming from Shakur. So, like I'm, like, I'm, like I'm about to say now, Shakur been around me for a very long time, and I've been turning heads and, like, damn, who is this little kid? Who is little Keyshawn? Who is this kid that's beating up on real factors professional? You know what I'm saying? Who is this little kid? So 
now that I'm in my limelight and I'm still doing it, he's like, man, this boy, he's ready for a world title because I've been seeing him do this. You know what I'm saying? So it's different between me and him because we just seen both our development. Well, considering both of you guys are at 135, do you ever envision Keyshawn Davis and Shakur Stevenson fighting? Nah, I, I, I can't. Like, I cannot fight my brother. That's that's weird. I can't do that because when I fight, I, I, I get kind of crazy when I fight. <laughs> nah, for real. Like, I, got, I get kind of crazy when I fight. And I can't get crazy with my brother. You feel me? Can't do that. Because <laughs> you, you know that's what everybody's eventually going to ask you. If you guys are, are in this division and taking people out, they're going to be like, well, I mean, why not? If, if Top Rank came to you and said, what y'all think? You know, we're going to get some money together, and this going to be a nice payday. What, what, could you could you envision that? I mean, it, it depends on kind of payday they're talking about. If they talking about um, – what could I compare this to? If they talk about one of them Jake Paul paydays, like, I mean, you know, if they talk about like a Floyd Mayweather, you know what I'm saying? Like, I need something like that. Like, then y'all talking, but we can't be having, we, not the, the regular traditional route, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, I love it. Um, so, you, obviously, you talk about how close you are with Shakur, but you're also close with Bud Crawford. What, what has training with Shakur and Bud Crawford done for you in your career as a fighter? Yeah, um, man. Start off with Shakur, like literally, like he kind of like, in terms of getting that real elite um, experience and sparring somebody so talented and so skillful, being blessed to be around somebody like that, you know what I'm saying? Um, he he really carried me carried me throughout my amateur career. You know what I'm saying? He's professional. He already went to the Olympics, so he helping me with that. Then he's going pro. He's the top prospect. He's everything. I'm gonna am right now, so. Being alongside everything, like I'm saying, I'm going back to my little three-round fights, professional, well, amateurly, and I'm looking at these guys like, y'all, y'all look, y'all look, dude, like, y'all ain't doing nothing I'm doing. I'm training with real professionals that already went to the Olympics and everything. Y'all can't fuck with me, you know what I'm saying? And that's how I transpired to be the top prospect at Olympic hopeful and stuff like that, because, like, being around Shakur got me to meet, you know, Jay Prince and Terrence Crawford. It got me to meet this sparred a gold medalist back in 2016 at 141 pounds you know what i'm saying he got me around so much elite stuff that i took in i made myself better you feel what i'm saying that it's outside of just me and him sparring you know what i'm saying like he really carried me throughout my my amateur career for sure and like me meeting terrence crawford is really like another blessing that that guy is just keep blessing me because i had somebody carry me through my amateur now i'm a top prospect professionally all that now I got somebody else that's already a world champion. It's like every every level I get to, I meet somebody that I really like take in that's already like three or two steps ahead of me. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's, it's really a blessing, and that's why every time like after a fight, I always say, I'm just I'm just I'm just living this out. I don't got no plans with professional boxing. God is just really putting me in positions that He want me to be in, and I'm just living it out. And and what about Bud Crawford? What has he done for you? Bud sparring, like mainly sparring, like, cause once I got the bud, I'm already Olympic hopeful. I'm already like, my name is already there. So like, just sparring Bud and seeing his work ethic and just seeing how serious he take everything. It's not just training, like, how serious he just take. Like, if anything could interfere with something that's in boxing, how serious he take that. It's like the interference part. He's taking it serious, everything. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, damn, just a, just a living just a living day by day 
you know what I'm saying, living day by day to keep that. You he a world he was a world champ for years. Seeing that and how you live about it, okay, that's that's different. Okay. I didn't necessarily see that in Shakur yet because he's like a new champion. You know what I'm saying? Terrence been doing it, so I'm like, okay, I'm seeing that. How he sparred, like how mean this man really is, you know what I'm saying? I'm mean as a I'm mean like the world gonna I'm really like a mean motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? So sparring somebody else like that, it's like Damn, I like that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, Terrence definitely, he definitely stepped my level up for sure. Bo Mack and the whole crew definitely did. That's fantastic, man. You, I, I, we had a conversation with Andre Ward on the show, and he, he told us, he said, you know, Shakur, in his, his opinion, is the next big thing in the sport of boxing. And yeah. he said a lot of it he sees in him because he said, look, I, I took a lot of criticism. Andre's talking, saying, yeah. you know, I, I was boring you know, more of a defensive guy, things of that nature. And Shakur gets that too sometimes. People say, oh, he's not as exciting as a fighter. But you, you see him. You see him every day. Why do you, why do you think uh, people say that Shakur Stevenson then is the next big thing in the sport? For one, for one, I really think the fans don't really see nobody beating Shakur. For one, like when people bring up him and Tank, when I see and I go read like little stuff about it, they really be debating. It don't be like, oh, Tank is gonna destroy this guy at all. Everybody is saying this. No, that shit be like real debates. Like, no, this Shakur, this that that, and then and then not only that, now you see Shakur moving up in weight. He's filling out. He's dropping this dude. He like he 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 went crazy that last fight. That last fight was like kind of crazy. You go back and watch. That was crazy. You know so. Now, now I think people is getting another insight on Shakur. Like, nah, this kid, he been kicking ass for a long ass time now. This kid probably really is the real deal. You feel what I'm saying? He getting his just due at this point. So, at this point, I really think, at this point, I really think it's just about giving him that one example, that one real name, that one person that can go 100 miles per hour with him, one for round one to round 12, hmm. a new generation, new champion. Yeah. Listen, I know you're early in your career, but what's your ultimate goal in this sport, Keyshawn? Um, I don't, I don't really have no goals, Brian. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm really, first of all, fighting because I love it. But my main goal was to go to the Olympics and win the gold medal. I went to the Olympics, but I got the opportunity to win gold, but I didn't. I got to suck that up, right? So. Now it's like I went, I lived out my dream. So it's like now I'm pro, just keep knocking people out. And, and you feel what I'm saying wherever that takes me, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just keep riding the wave. But I don't really have like no goals. Like, okay, I know I'm gonna be world champion. That's a goal, but like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how I want to leave my legacy here. Put it like that. Mm, okay. But I know yeah. like when it's all said and done, I feel like I'm gonna remember. I'm gonna be remembered. I'm gonna be missed. Love it. Um, everybody who comes on this show, uh, Keyshawn, we allow people who support it, who watch it, who listen to us to submit questions through social media. We got a number of them for you, so let's get right to them. <laughs> let's go. Uh, uh, let's see here. Oh, by the way, and, and, and before we, we get to them, let me ask you real quick. What would you think about yeah. the Tank Ryan fight? Uh, I loved it, honestly. I loved it. I loved the energy. It lived up, it lived up to the hype. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I'm cool with both guys, but just speaking about the fight, you know, Ryan got dropped. 
that was exciting for the fans to see, like, Ryan getting dropped and Tank actually doing it, you know, and then him stopping the fight, you know. It really lived up to, to, to it really lived up to everything, honestly. Like, people kind of expected for this shit to happen, but at least they made it happen for people to, to, to remember it, you know what I'm saying? So, put the, like, the win and the loss aside, fuck all that. Boxing needs stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? That was great for boxing. That was great for boxing, you know what I'm saying? And, it was no win or no loss that night, only on paper, but not, but not really. What, what did you think of uh, people who said, "Well, I'm disappointed that Ryan didn't get up from that body shot." You you know this game, you know how them liver shots are, man. And, and what do yeah. you think of people who say, "Oh, he he should have gotten up uh, and at least tried to uh, you know finish the fight out." Yeah, uh, I I agree with that. But Brian, what I also know in boxing is too, it's more mental than it is physical. So like Tank said, and I already I tweeted I tweeted what I tweeted. I feel like Brian I feel like Ryan got up as soon as the ref said ten. I tweeted that before Tank said in the in the in the interview after the fight in the ring. He said, Yeah, when Ryan was on that knee, he looked at me and he shook his head no and ducked his head. You remember he said that? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. I tweeted that already, like, yeah, he, he just took his heart. He he didn't want to fight no more. He was scared, he had enough. He got that opportunity to get out the ring, and he got out. Mm-hmm. Tank said he's now the the new face of boxing. What do you think? For sure, he's 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 the face. He's the face of boxing. And I don't have no, I don't have no problem with saying that. You know what I'm saying? Like he deserves it. He deserves that he that's coming to him. He's the face of boxing for sure. And 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 he's that guy. You you think you know you you talked about how good Shakur is. Do you think people sleep on Tank skills? Because they just see him as a Ooh. knockout artist. Who who sleep on tank skills? Nah, no, no, nobody sleep on tank. Like, well, I just because you know, so many people just think he's a knockout artist, but I think they yeah. underestimate his boxing IQ. Yeah, I was gonna touch on that. Like, when I was in the ring with him, because I sparred tank. You know, what I'm saying back in 2021 in August, I sparred tank, and he's skilled. Like he's skillfully. Like he's like you can watch me fight. You know, I'm skilled. When I got in the ring with him, he's skillfully great. He's great. Like, Tank is all the way around a great fighter, for sure. He's for sure. Like, just like Shakur the man, Tank, Tank the man, too. Tank the man to beat right now because he, the, he got the popularity and the skill. You know what I'm saying? Shakur the man right now, but he's just not as popular as Tank. You know what I'm saying? And I just got some time to go. So, Tank, Tank is he's, he's the man right now. He got everything. Love it. All right, let's get to these questions from social media. First one comes from Granite uh, Beard Boxing. They ask, how did it feel seeing an event like Davis and Garcia knowing it is your division, and how do you see yourself mixing it up with the top guys? Good question. Uh, I was sitting there. I was at the fight by myself, Dolo, by myself all week. And I was just sitting there. I was really watching, like, differently this time. I'm not just watching everything this time. I'm really, I'm not watching to be entertained. I'm really trying to visualize myself in there, like with both fighters, and just really trying to, trying to understand the game more. Now that I'm a contender and I understand the game, and I know these guys potentially I can fight like next year or something like that. So I'm just really seeing how they fight, and it's like, okay, it more so gave me confidence. You know what I'm saying? Gave me confidence. Like, man, I can really fight these guys for real. Like, they're great fighters, you know? And it's all about timing, you know? But they're not doing, like, anything special. Like, 
potential. Like, they're boxing. Like, they're not doing anything special. It's like, damn, like, I ain't see that before. Like, damn, like, that was great. Like, when Tank dropped him, that was a great shot. But it wasn't nothing special, like, with the Leo Santa Cruz. That was like, God damn. You know what I'm saying? But, like, <laughs> in terms of, like, they're just their boxing and they're just their IQ and just how they move in the ring, it's like, I can mix it up with these guys for real. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, Renee asks, do you have any future goals that may may not be related to the sport of boxing? For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Like I'm a business, I'm business oriented for sure. Um, as of right now, me and my mother got a medical transportation business. It's a non-emergency medical transportation business, and that's going great for us. You know what I'm saying? I got I got a couple of properties as well. Also, me and my brothers got our DB3 brand. We got a website and stuff like that. So I'm definitely business-oriented. I'm, I'm far from just a boxer. You know, I just not – I don't preach it. I just live it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, Justin asks, uh, do you believe you will be the best boxer from Virginia since Sweepy? Me and my brothers, yes, sir. Me, Kelvin, Kelvin Davis that boxed with me, that, that, that fight with me, my brother – he, we fought two weeks ago. He fought in the same card I did, me and Shakur. And he's one, he, I think he's going to be a top prospect this year. 140, he's, what, 6-1, southpaw. He's 8-0 with six knockouts. Like, he just slept on. It's okay. It's okay. Keep knocking them out. They're going to start seeing, you know what I'm saying? But my brother, like, me and my brothers, I feel like we we coming. Keon Davis, my, my youngest brother, trying to go to Paris for the Olympics. He's 6-2. About time he gets a, you know, he's really like 6'3". About time he get pro, he's going to be 147, 6'3", 147. Wow. And he, I think potentially he's going to be the best. You know what I'm saying? The little brother's always the best. So me and my brothers, I really feel like, like, y'all don't see now. Y'all only see me now. But DB3 is a real thing. I like it. I like it. Um, Champagne really asks, uh, have you ever sparred, and you kind of alluded to this, have you ever sparred Tank? Haney, Loma, Tio, or Roly? The only two people I sparred was Tank and uh, Tio. How, how did those sparring sessions go? How'd it go? Um, it was good. I was both when I sparred Tio, I was like nineteen, and when I sparred Tank, I was like twenty-one. And both times, really, was like I would say like a learning experience of like where do I stand at in boxing? How good I am with these top guys that's professionally already. It's not you sparring top amateurs. You know what I'm saying? You sparring guys that's in the face of real boxing. So it was really like, okay, I can really inspire. And I was like, okay, I can really spar these guys. Like, it ain't nothing too, ain't nothing different, really. It's just their name. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nothing different. Last one here from uh, Ring Gang Radio. They ask, do you see yourself ending up at 147 down the line? I see myself ending up at 154. For sure. Okay. For sure. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, Keyshawn, we've come to the last segment of the show. We call it the last stand. I'm just going to ask you a series <laughs> of questions. You give me the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready? Let's do it. All right. First thing that comes to your mind when I say the name Devin Haney. I want to fight light skin. <laughs> I want to I wanna fight him. Like, I want to fight him in a way. And, I don't, and honestly, I really don't have – because people be mistaken, like, I have a problem with him. Like, I don't have no problems with nobody. Let's get that clear. You know what I'm saying? But 
in terms of just him in the sport and me being competitive and he had my weight class, you know what I'm saying? And we kind of already had history of being around each other. Not friends, but just being around each other. Light skin, I want to fight you. We don't got to fight for no belt. You can keep your belts. We can just fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, like, I'm really like one of the fighters, bro. Like, I want people to know that about me. Like, I'm one of them fighters. We don't got to fight for no fucking belts. Like, we can just fight. Just fight. The fans want to see it. Let's just fight. It's a lot of us out here. I got, I can go to Michelle Rivera. I can go to Frank Martin, Tank, Ryan, Roley, Isaac Cruz. It's a lot of us out here. Like, why can't we just fight? And then if one of us lose or whatever, we can rematch. They're going to want to see it again. Yeah. We're young. Like, I, I don't know. I'm that I'm that fighter, though, Brian. So whoever's seeing this, watching this, y'all need to know that about me. <laughs> uh, next question. 135 is just so loaded right now. Best fighter at 135, not named, Keyshawn Davis or Shakur Stevenson? Tank. Okay. Um, where man, Tank is, nice, man. Yeah. Tank nice. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> uh, I'm with you. Uh, where is uh, Cuba's Andy Cruz these days? Have you have you looked 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 him up at all? Man, he high, man. He, he don't really want this smoke, man. He don't really want this smoke, man. With all these all these warriors. He got in America. It's not just me. You think he gonna survive with Tank Davis? Is you crazy? Like you think he gonna survive with Shakur Stevenson? And then when I get fifteen and zero, you think that man's gonna really survive with me? Come on, man. He's hiding under a rock somewhere. I hope he's. I hope he's okay though. You know what I'm saying? Like I hope he's okay. No problems with dude on some boxing shit. He's hiding. He don't. He don't. He ain't really trying to. He want to stay where he at. He wants to be comfortable. He want to keep running that amateur shit. When he comes to America, you in my territory, buddy. You the B-side dude, little dude. Yeah. <laughs> for people who are wondering, that's the guy who Keyshot had to face in the Olympics for the gold medal. <laughs> he ended up, uh, Cruz ended up winning. So I just just wanted to know if you ke- you've kept your eye like, yo, has he become professional yet? Because once he does, let's get it all. Man, Brian, <laughs> top, rank, top rank told me that he reached out to them and everything, man, and they telling me this, you know, I ain't, I ain't asking about it. I'm like, oh, really? What y'all think about them? Yeah. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Never ask about them again. Irrelevant. Wow. Wow. Uh, this is a big one. Spence Crawford, who wins and why? Ah, <laughs> uh, man. I think Crawford definitely wins. I think Crawford wins. For sure. Tell me why. It's all opinionated, right? It's not really yeah. like a true right or wrong. Exactly. My opinion, I just feel like he's just a better boxer than Earl. At the end of the day, when you go back and watch Earl fights and Terrence fights, you can go back and watch Earl top rank debut. He looks the same from for the most part. He, of course, developed and stuff like that. But you see that same style in him all the way up until now. From his debut now, Brian. Okay, let me break it down to you like this. If you go back and watch my debut up into my A fight, you're going to see a fucking big difference in everything. If you go back and watch Terrence debut up until now, you're going to see a big difference in everything. What I'm saying is we both, or just Terrence, he, I feel like, got more tools in his toolbox. 
I feel like he just got more attributes when it comes to him fighting in that ring. Earl Spence, we know what he's going to do. He's great at it. Terrence Crawford, we know he's going to knock somebody ass out. How? We don't know. That's the, the skill and the ability and the attributes that Terrence has. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm just more leaning towards Terrence. And, and what did you think since you're, you're close to him for those on, you know, when obviously it fell, fell apart the first time and then it was like, oh, well, Bud's ducking Errol and Errol's ducking Bud. What do you think when you hear that, that type of stuff? It's just fans not knowing the business. Fans need to mind their own business. Fans not knowing, fans just going off what they see, perception. And I and I said something about that in, in one interview. Stop going off. It was fight hype. I said, fans, which they going to do anyways, or fighters, need to stop going off perception. People be, just like, perfect example was when Tia Fimo beat Lomachenko. People thought it was so impossible. Tia Fimo was like, y'all keep, keep thinking this dude is that because everybody was going off the perception of Lomachenko was putting on with these other fighters. You know what I'm saying? Me. Dealing with Frank Martin. Uh, Keyshawn is not ready. He's this. He's that. Y'all going off the perception of what this man is doing, but y'all not really knowing. If y'all say he got more experience than me, how? Like, that's the perception make y'all, oh, he got more experience than Key. But if y'all do y'all background checks, no, it's not. I got more experience than him. He just got more professional fights than me. You know what I'm saying? So people go off perception nowadays too much in boxing. Y'all need to... People need to really sit down and understand what's going on before they say, oh, he's ducking or, oh, this. It could have been a real reason why that fight ain't made it happen. It could have been some personal problems they didn't bring to the media. It could have been a real reason. It's not about the fans for the most part. We're going to make it happen for y'all, but the business comes first. Good stuff. All right, last question. In your opinion, who is the next big thing in boxing? Jerron Boots Ennis, Shakur Stevenson, or Keyshawn Davis? <laughs> I'm going to just say this because, you know, Shakur my brother, and I fuck with Boots. I'm going to just say this. I'm 8-0 being tied in with world champions, undisputed champions, Earl Spence, you name it. I'm being tied in with every single boxer you can think of. Um, name another fighter doing that. How about that? How about that? I, I, let me tell you something. I knew this was going to be good. This is better than I thought, Keisha. This was better than I thought. <laughs> That's what we do here on The Last Stand. We bring you the biggest names in the sport. And, look, we got one right here because he says he is the next big thing on the sport, Keyshawn Davis. Man, I appreciate you, my brother. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you again next week.